Hello and welcome. This is Self-Control, How to Build a Better Life, the podcast that will inspire you to take control of your mind and your mindset to go forward and build the life that you want to live, the life that you deserve to live. Today's episode, if you feel empty, if you feel a lack of purpose or you have a lack of clarity on the direction that your life should take, I want to present two mindset shifts that you can make today to begin chipping away at that problem to one day find your purpose and fill that emptiness. So let's go. So when we talk about emptiness, when we talk about a lack of purpose, you know, that's a major, major uh, spiritual, let's say, problem or a problem of the self that I don't believe some talking head on a podcast is going to come down and and give you all the answers, of course, and it's a problem that you'll have to work on yourself. I want to present a couple of things that seem to have worked for me uh, as far as reinforcing or remembering what my purpose had been or or should be or, or will be going forward, right? So those two mindset shifts that we're going to talk about today are simply this, to honestly evaluate any escapism or escapist tendencies that you have in your life, and we'll talk about that specifically, evaluate that escapism in your life and seek to engage with life more fully. The second mindset shift you're going to make following that will be to start making rules for yourself. All right, with that in mind, let's go forward and start talking first about some of the symptoms of that emptiness or that purposelessness. So when I say emptiness or a lack of purpose or a lack of clarity about the direction your life should take, and you're wondering is that me? Does that describe me? Or am I maybe working on that without knowing it? Or or what does that even look like? You know, maybe the awareness of the problem, uh, of course, is the first step. And maybe that's a step that you're looking to take right now. So let's talk a little bit about the symptoms, okay? Do you find yourself perhaps having a lack of motivation, you know, to get things done, to pursue challenges? Do you find yourself bored and restless, you know, some nights or some days, do you have difficulty goal setting? Is goal setting not even a part of your life? You know, do you do you maybe set unreasonable goals or do you not set goals at all? Do you fail to achieve the goals that you have set for yourself? You know, any any number of those things to do with goal setting can can indicate a lack of purpose or a lack of clarity about where you're going in life. Because again, if you had a more um, obvious or a more uh, well-defined sense of where you were going and what you were pursuing. Of course, your goal setting would reflect that, right? You would you would know what needed to be done and you would be sort of back engineering the steps to get there. But again, and never forget, I lived this way myself for a long time. I wasn't setting goals. Uh, I wasn't necessarily looking uh, forward or looking up um, at where I wanted to be. And, and then as a result, goal setting was just like, what's the point? I, I, I don't even know where I'm going, so why worry about how I'm going to get there, right? Do you feel disconnected or isolated? You know, do you maybe not have a ton of social connections with, uh, which, you know, on the face of it, that's not a huge problem, of course, but are you, are you maybe not even attending to the social connections that you do have? You know, are there people in your life that you're losing touch with? Are you purposefully or, or maybe even unaware of the fact that you're withdrawing from those, those people in your life that mean something to you, who, who probably would offer you a helping hand if you asked, right? Um, those good, strong social bonds that we all seek. Um, if you're not attending to them, you know, that's a sense of a lack of purpose, right? Perhaps you're ashamed 
of where you're going. And so you don't want to present yourself to people, whatever that looks like. That's a symptom uh, of that lack of clarity. Do you struggle to, to believe that your life has any significance? You know, you often ask, what is my, what is the point? Why am I here? Why are we here? Do you have a, um, a lack of joy in your life? You know, do you struggle to, to find happiness? These are all some symptoms. And again, there's, there's no judgment here, but we need to start, I guess, if there is a problem, we need to start bringing it out into the light and calling it what it is. And, and the symptoms, I think, knowing the symptoms, I think would be very, very useful. So if any of that resonates with you, why don't you listen and we'll talk a little bit more about um, the causes of this problem. And then we're going to get quickly into those two mindset shifts and how you can get to work on it immediately. So again, this may seem sort of redundant, but if your life seems to lack purpose, if you're not sure where you ought to go, quite frankly, um, a lack of goal setting period can be the reason for that. If you, if you do not bother to, to challenge yourself, if you do not bother to look down the road or up into the sky, so to speak, and see where you would like to be, and then think about how you're going to get there, right? Like, look, I need to increase the income that my business makes or, or, or things are not going to go well for me, period. I'm being honest. So I need to, what do I need to do? I need to think about marketing, right? I need to have a website built. I need to maybe invest in some better equipment. I need to go to networking events. I need to put myself out there, right? The main goal of making more money, that's the big goal. But then, as I said, for instance, having a website to market my business. Well, there's about a hundred goals under the heading of make a website, right? So maybe there's my first challenge to you. And it's a challenge to myself, as I just said, if you find you don't know what the hell your life is for or where you're going, and this may seem ridiculous, but set a goal, set any goal. Of course, the goal is to maybe find some purpose, but Pick anything, pick anything. You want to paint your room. You want to make a new friend. You want to uh, help your dog lose some weight. I don't know. You want to do an oil change on your car. You want to learn how to change the brakes on your car. Pick something, anything. Challenge yourself in some small way. And that's what that, that's how that purpose can be found because and we'll get here too, but the purpose is within you. And so when you challenge yourself, you begin to grow and the more growth uh, that occurs the, the closer or the more firm we stand in our purpose. If there was past traumas in your life, and that was, that was a big part of actually my, my life. Um, when I was younger, I, there was things that happened to me in childhood that informed the way I, I lived uh, through most of my childhood uh, into my 20s, quite frankly. Trauma is defined as an event that after it happens to you, your nervous system does not function the same, okay? So Again, no judgment here, and we can understand why if you feel like your life lacks clarity, your life lacks purpose. Well, if you've had a major shift in your life uh, at a time when you were growing, uh, of, of course it would look hard to continue progressing down the road when something uh, so, so deep and something so um, powerful has occurred. Uh, I can say that there's a lot of work that you can do on your trauma, um, whether that's meditating, praying, journaling, or you're, you're going to seek outside help from a counselor, you know, you're going to go on an ayahuasca trip, EMDR, hypnosis. There's there's many, many, many ways to address that trauma. I want to tell you that if past trauma has prevented you from living the life that you want to live, you can process that trauma, you can move forward, and you can find your purpose. Another huge one that 
that, that robs people of their purpose or robs people from their clarity, uh, robs them of their clarity of where their life should be is societal pressure, right? It's not uncommon to have our parents tell us you're going to go to this school, then you're going to get this job and you're going to buy a house in this neighborhood. You're going to marry a, a woman or a man or whatever who looks like this, who thinks like this, right? If your purpose is being prescribed to you by your, your culture, your society, your family, it's understandable that you might think to yourself, well, that's not really what my life is for. I know in my heart there's more to it. And that, that'll be a tough balancing act and that'll be a challenge for you. But, but, but just know that if you feel an emptiness, but you also feel that you're being railroaded uh, by other people and told how to, being told how to live your life, you know, that's something that's going to need to be addressed. And hopefully, hopefully what we're going to touch on right now is going to help you um, find your own purpose and, and hopefully strike that balance uh, between the life that you believe you could live and the life that maybe is being offered to you. So again, if you feel a lack of motivation, if you feel a lack of enthusiasm about life, if you're restless, if you're bored, if you're indecisive, if you're given into social isolation, right? You're not reaching out to the people in your life. You're not making new connections. Uh, you're not putting yourself out there in social opportunities. If you're engaging in substance abuse, okay, that's a huge tell that maybe you don't feel that your life uh, has purpose and you're not sure where you should even be going or what you should be doing. And one last one here before we move forward, negative self-talk. That was a huge one for me. If that is something that you partake in, right, telling yourself that you don't deserve to have fun, you don't deserve to succeed, uh, you know, you don't deserve the job, you don't deserve that sexual partner, you don't deserve whatever, right? If you're telling yourself that you're not something or you'll never be something, then you're absolutely right, okay? There is no way in the world that we can grow. There is no way in the world that we can become become ourselves if we're then also telling ourselves, well, you can't do, you know, three quarters of the things you set out to do. Again, I'm not some guru who's going to tell you how to do this. I'm going to simply offer you some ideas uh, that you can put into play in your own life for a lifelong, long-term process to hopefully um, get around some of these limiting beliefs and these, um, these, these major spiritual issues that we're taking on. But remember this, if you are quick to tell yourself that you're not worth something or you won't be something or you're not capable of something or you're going to fail, it's time to address that. And it's probably time to try and chip away at it. At least become aware of it and see if you can do 5 10% less of it today, next week, next month, right? Start working on it because you've come to this show looking for a better life. So don't be looking for a better life on the one hand and then on the other hand telling yourself that you're nothing. You are something. So let's move forward. I want to try and encourage you to implement these following two mindset shifts and we're going to find that purpose for you someday. Okay, so the first mindset shift that I made that I would like to share with you in the hopes of helping you find some clarity and direction for your life Honestly evaluate the amount of escapism in your life and seek to engage with life more fully. I'll give you a real quick personal anecdote. Uh, I've said this before, in my early 20s, you know, I smoked a lot of weed and I had a good friend who's unfortunately passed on. We used to smoke a lot of weed together and one of one of my favorite things that he ever said was, well, you'd, you'd always rather rather be at home smoking weed, right? Like we had jobs and we had our girlfriends and we had our social circle and we had our, our first car and we had family obligations. But in our heart of hearts, because we were true potheads, uh, 
we'd always rather be at home smoking weed. And, and even after my good friend Jeff passed on and I continued to use marijuana, I lived my life like that for a long, long time where I would simply do the bare minimum, right? Uh, at work, uh, at school, um, with my family, with my friend, with, you know, with family and friend get togethers, that sort of thing. I would do the absolute bare or acceptable minimum to be paid, to get the assignment done, to say, well, I was there and then run off down to the, to the river, to the woods, uh, to use marijuana and to, to escape from life, right? I half-assed all my responsibilities so that I could run off and, and get high. Now I understand I've unpacked all that and I understand why I, why I partook in that escapism. So here's my challenge to you. What's that thing in your life or those things in your life that you'd always rather be at home doing or rather be with this person doing, right? Let's be, let's be honest, right? Like the better life does not come without honesty. What are those things? Are they substances, right? Drugs, alcohol, uh, food perhaps? Or is it behavioral, right? Is it video games? Is it scrolling social media until four in the morning? Is it... Um, I don't know, sleep. Do you just run home and run and run under the covers? Again, there's no judgment here, but let's at least take that step towards an honest analysis of where we are escaping from life and what is that behavior that we're partaking in and is it truly serving us? Because quite frankly, for a lot of the time, you know, for me, the marijuana, for you, it may be drinking, video games, whatever that looks like. These habitual um, behaviors they give us that dopamine rush. It tricks our body into thinking we're having a novel experience and that we're accomplishing something. Truly, are they, they're nothing more than distractions, right? And, and I get it. You can have fun sometimes doing those things. I'm not going to say not to have a vice in your life, but when you're always pursuing this distraction from life, right? That's the key here is that you're doing these things rather than perhaps engaging more fully in your responsibilities or in your looking after yourself, once you're living a life of constant distractions, you're not living life, right? And this is the point I'd like to make to you. Find that thing that, that you're distracting yourself with and realize that by running from life, right? By doing this one thing that you'd always rather be doing and running from responsibilities as far as work, school, family, you name it. Are you looking after your house, your car, your kids, whatever whatever it may be? You, you know what you have to be doing in life. But where you're shirking those responsibilities and running to this other thing, just know that you are also running from your passions. You are running from your purpose. You know, you want that better life and yet you're running from it. Okay. And I did that for a long, long time. I smoked a lot of weed, ran around in the river valley, you know, looked at pornography, didn't pursue meaningful relationships with women, didn't pursue higher aspirations as far as my career until later in life, and yet wondered why I was feeling miserable and why I was suffering. Eventually, I put two and two together, and I'd like to encourage you, if this is a problem for you, you feel a lack of clarity, you feel a lack of um, uncertainty about where your life is going, and yet you're doing these things that are wasting your time, not serving you, you're getting high, you're wasting your money, whatever that looks like. There's the dissonance, right? There's the gap in your life. You will find your purpose in life, not running from life. And again, as you know, I'm just bearing my truth and my, well, my truth, my soul. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you about how I feel about the way my life went. And perhaps this is a 
approachable and applicable to your life as well. I'm not beating you up for it. I'm not judging you for it. I'm not saying you have to do any of this. But perhaps we should say, if you're looking for a sense of clarity, if you're looking for um, the answer as to where you should go, what you should pursue in life, just realize that you can begin to chip away at it. You can begin to find it incrementally. And it it may begin with self-work, right? It may begin with taking care of yourself. But only only on a on a on a minute basis can it start, right? Like if you play video games 30 hours a week, challenge yourself to play video games 27 hours a week, right? And then with those three hours, could you go for a walk? Could you paint your fence? Could you help your dog lose some weight? I don't know why I'm bringing this up. I don't have a dog. I don't have a fat dog. But you might, right? And you maybe you've been neglecting that dog. And then therein lies your purpose to start. It's like, okay, you have no purpose. Okay, how about you have this little dog in your life that you could help him have a better life? That sounds like the beginning of a purpose. Now you realize your purpose is compassion. Your purpose is um, being uh, being someday a father or a mother, right? Like, I hope I'm illuminating to you the point that like, it's not going to happen overnight, but if you can identify the things that are wasting your time and where you're escaping to, and just, just peel back one hour a week to instead of doing that, pursue the thing that is bothering you, your fat dog, your leaky car, your chipped and cracked fence. You haven't spoken with your son in a while, you know? There's a stack of paperwork building up on your desk. Purpose, I'm sure, comes from engaging with the tough stuff in life and finding out what we're made of by getting that tough stuff taken care of. All right, and the second mindset shift, once you've begun to work on that escapism and where you're running from life, is now to start making some rules for yourself around this idea of escapism. It's like, I play video games 30 hours a week, or I go down to the bar... (laughs) and shoot pool for 30 hours a week after work. And I know that's not good for me. Could you say, I, Patrick Strevens, only shoot pool or watch or play video games 27 hours a week. That's a rule that you've just made for yourself, okay? Now that gives you some discipline. That gives you some purpose. That gives you some, that gives you that goal you were looking for. That gives you a bit of a reason to take on a challenge within yourself, okay? And it's not a big challenge, to, to play video games or shoot pool or smoke weed one to 10% less of your time. It's really not. And I think you can do it. And again, this is all based on the caveat that you are looking for a better life. So try that. Make the most small dent and then make a rule surrounding it. I don't drink and smoke on Thursday nights anymore. I John Brown, do not drink and smoke weed on Thursday nights anymore. I, John Brown, go for a walk. I am working on that giant stack of paperwork that I was talking about. I am helping my dog lose weight with a sensible diet and moderate exercise. Okay, but now it's like, I get it. It's like, it's hard to keep yourself honest, right? It, it, it truly, it is. A friend of mine actually just asked me yesterday, Well, how do you keep yourself honest, right? Like I can tell you all you want to set these goals for yourself, to make these rules for yourself, but how do you stick to them? Well, just remember this. You're looking for that purpose in life. You know desperately that you deserve purpose, that you deserve to have a life 
that you deserve to have a life where you are in control and that you know where it's going. It's not going to come overnight, but if you want it bad enough, start making some real, real simple, easy ground rules that you can follow and you can knock them out of the park every time. If you don't believe that there's a meaning to the universe or a meaning to your life, well then, as French writer Albert Camus taught me, that then means that we have the authority to make the rules and the meaning in our own life. So how about that? You want to go through life saying it's not worth anything and there's no meaning? Fine. Or you can say that and then in, in the next breath say, that means it's up to me to decide how I behave. Identify from where you're disengaging from life, pleasuring yourself, you're mindlessly mouth breathing, you're eating shit, you're getting high, you're fantasizing, and say, could I do 10% less of this? And then what could I do with that new and added time that I've just found in my life? How can I begin to chip away at my fear and disgust in life? The answer is by going into life, right? If you have a lack of meaning, a lack of purpose, a lack of clarity in your life, go deeper into life and find it. And within there, you can give yourself meaning. You can say, me, like I said, I don't play video games on Thursday night. That's when I do my yoga and Pilates and me and the dog go run around the block. That dog's going to be losing some serious weight this summer. Me, I don't smoke weed after work anymore. I save that for the weekends. After work, I make a good meal. I clean the kitchen. I write in my journal. And you might say, well, that really sounds boring. It's like, okay, don't you think smoking weed every night after work for your entire life is boring too? Right? If, if you're looking for purpose, here's my hand to you. Here's, I think, where I found it by, by just... Again, we're going back to Albert Camus, the French writer. He talked about the myth of Sisyphus, the guy, I believe it was Greek, who was condemned to rolling his boulder up the hill for all eternity. And that may be, in some sense, <laughs> our purpose is to keep struggling. Challenge yourself. Realize that like, where you're escaping and where you're making life easy for yourself is exactly where you're abdicating your responsibilities and refusing to see your purpose in life. So that's it. I'm not going to say too much more. You're the one who gets to take control of your life today. You're the one who gets to make meaning. You're the one who gets to find light in the darkness. So honestly ask yourself, where am I escaping from things in life? Where am I shirking my responsibilities? Where am I running off to go do childish things? And then once you can start chipping away, you can start giving yourself some ground rules and some goals to say, I'm going to do that 10% less of the time. And with that new couple of hours a week, I'm going to, well, start finding my purpose, whether it's my personal health and fitness, my dog's personal health and fitness, my property, my cars, my family relationships. No one's asking you to make a full-scale 180-degree change, especially if you're someone who has no idea what the hell's going on in their life. One hour a week, that's all it takes. One less hour of vice, one more hour of meaning. It's up to you. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And until we speak again, please, please remember that better is possible.